Hey, Composer Quest listeners, Charlie here to announce our next Composer Quest quest. This is our 17th composing quest, and I guarantee it'll be one of the most unique challenges you'll ever have as a composer. So let's get right into it. Here's my talk with Tim Cheesebrow. Should we just go for it? Let's go for it. Who knows, we might end up talking talking about space again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, Tim, it's been a while since you've been in here in my studio. Because you were, I forget which episode number, but we talked about a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, it's always... Nerdy stuff. Strange and nerdy and wacky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always always good time. Mm-hmm. So, Tim, we have probably the craziest Composer Quest quest ever. Um, tell us what is going to be happening here. Well, had this idea several weeks ago and I just thought it'd be it'd be fun to to put out to the the broader community. So, I wanted to get some way to to kind of commemorate the things in my life that I that I love the most, um my family and and music. And I was trying to trying to conceive a a way to to do a musical composition that is a family tree. And my ideas for doing that kind of fell short on my own. And uh, we talked about it and put the idea to you that maybe someone from Composer Quest could figure out an ingenious way to do that. And then we would take that idea and I would uh, I would tattoo it onto my arm. Um, for, well, I was going to say for all time, but... That's not true, at least for the next 60 years or so. Uh, but nonetheless, a, a, a fairly permanent piece of music. An arm installation. An arm installation, that's right. <laughs> so this is really exciting. Um, I think it'll be really cool to try and figure out what to do to actually like encapsulate your family tree. So, like, what what kind of thoughts would you have that people could start with? Well, some of the thoughts that I had were that um, people's names could be represented by either chords, notes, or note durations. And my parents' names seem to make you know work in that pretty well. I've got. Uh, one that starts the D, one that starts the B, so that's in the musical alphabet. And my kids' names start with an F and a D, respectively. So, um, so we could do that. And with a last name like Cheesebrow, you know, a C chord comes to mind. Uh, but then there's there's some there's some tricky ones in there because what do you do with a name that starts with T or J or or any of the other things? So I don't quite know what that's going to be. Um, we uh, we recently had a um, a miscarriage in the in the family and I wanted to commemorate that in some way as well too with either like some sort of a a rest or a or a minor chord or just just some just something. Yeah. I don't know what. Hmm. So the composers are gonna be coming up with uh eight bar maximum, right? My uh, my arm is only so long. Yep. <laughs> and They'll have it on a, a grand staff, so two treble and bass clef, yep. you're I, thinking? Yep. That'll fit? 
Well, I mean, my, <laughs> my arms are only so wide, right? You know, so uh, so you know, it's got to be it's got to be an arm sized composition, right? <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> generally, that's not a uh, probably a a limitation people are probably used to. <laughs> so the the final product, even if it has like a very mathematical logic behind it, eventually. You're going to have this on your arm, so you want it to be something you like. So, yeah, right? I mean, I would, so, I would hope that it would still have, you know, <clears throat> melodic content. You know, I would say an additional challenge if somebody's feeling particularly clever is that our family has strong um, English and Irish roots. Hmm. And if they were to somehow figure out how to make this song sound like a folk song from one of those countries, that would just be... I'd be I'd be amazed if they were able to figure out a way to work that in, but you know eventually you know it, it'll it'll be there and hopefully it's uh, like I said it's a melody that would be singable, something that that we could sing or play, and then add on to you know yeah. as our as our family grows so that um, you know we'd want to have some some rules to follow so that if we have more kids or when we have grandkids and when my brothers and sister-in-law and you know if they ever have kids of their own or spouses that I can I can kind of add on to that composition and and who knows maybe one of my kids will put it on one of their limbs and they'll continue it for their family and it'll just be a thing yeah <laughs> that's if they turn out to be as crazy which <laughs> i i don't know if i hope they have the that genes for, for it i guess so <laughs> <laughs> they're predisposed um so when you say that you could sing something, you weren't picturing that there would be lyrics, too, were you? Or no, 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 just yeah, just just that, uh, just that the melody. yeah. Hopefully, that the melody would be singable and and not some like Schoenberg weirdness. Yeah, which once you get mathematical with music, there's a tendency for it to just kind of turn strange, and uh, you know then it. And in my mind, it, you know, it, it it ends up being more of a thought experiment and less of a musical expression. And I know there's going to be people that just do not agree with me on that <laughs> one. But, you know, as a musician who does a lot of, you know, folk and rock and, and pop music, um, one of my criteria for a good melody is that you can sing it. Because I, I teach songwriting... Uh, for a living, and that's that's one of the things that I always tell my students is, you know, if, if you think you got a good melody, sleep on it, and if you can wake up and hum it in the morning, you're on to something. Yeah. Do you think you'll have a preference for, like, a major key or a minor key or a mixing of the two? Or, I don't, that's hard to say, I guess, but... It is hard to say. I mean... I guess it depends on it depends on where the melody's going, mm-hmm. what you know, what works with it. If I had to say from a from a philosophical standpoint, you know, I'd I'd want it to be major because I obviously think positively about my family. Mm-hmm. But you know, minor keys produce some of the most beautiful melodies too. Mm-hmm. So you know, who's to say what's better? Yeah. Well, you are. No, well, well, so, in a, I, I suppose you'll, you'll be picking. So, <laughs> say we get like I don't know how many people are going to sign up, but probably a lot. Um, but yeah, it'll come down to whatever one you 
you think is the coolest, has the nicest melody, maybe paired with the best explanation kind of thing? Or just even an explanation that that can be followed. Yeah. That way, I you know, like I said, if, if we want to add on, it'd be nice to have some clear instruction for how to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think your your kids will name their kids um, so that it fits within this pattern and makes a nicer ending to the... <laughs> well, I'll certainly nudge them in that direction. <laughs> um, you know, so if they want... Hey, we wanted to name our son Thomas. Well, that that's really great, but have you thought about Albert? <laughs> or Bobbert, or <laughs> Cecil, or Dwayne, um, Foxtrot, <laughs> Frank, I don't know. What's an F name? What's an F name? Uh, but yeah, no, I think it'd be, it'd be good to, to try and do that. Although, if the rules are set out to accommodate, you know, any letter of the alphabet, then I guess it doesn't matter. But Yeah. Cool. Well, Tim, uh, anything else um, about this challenge specifically that you want people to know? No, I just think let's let's have fun with it. Come up with something cool. And just, you know, keep in mind it is probably, it's probably the most unique compositional challenge you're going to have for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> Hey, let's just like I said, let's uh let's have fun with it and and uh make some great music. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Tim. Yep, like you. There you have it. For all the details on this challenge, along with Tim's family tree info, visit composerquest.com slash tattoo. The due date for your composition is Wednesday, December 9th. When you're finished, email me, Charlie at composerquest.com, a PDF of your composition plus your explanation of how the music relates to Tim's family tree and the rules you have on how to expand it for new children in his family. If you can, please also send a demo mp3 or MIDI file, and use Dropbox or WeTransfer.com if you're going to send an mp3. I can't wait to see what all of you come up with and what Tim picks for his tattoo. So good luck composing! You can stay in the loop on all these composing quests by subscribing to my email list at composerquest.com email. Thanks again to Tim for this fun challenge. And if you want to check out Tim's ComposerQuest episode, it's episode 19 called Crowdfunding a Creative Bender with Tim Cheesebrow. I'll leave you with part of Tim's song called The Minnesota Rag. States just don't equate. If you think so, here let me set you straight. We don't get big fires or earthquakes. We need an ocean view, and you got 10,000 lakes. The autumn leaves just can't be beat. We got wetlands full of tamaracks and peat. We got cows of corn, beef, beets, beans, soy, and wheat. We mine the iron ore in almost everything you see. Yeah, we don't get no hurricanes, we 
got wide open plans It gets cold sometimes, but that's alright Just a good excuse to hold someone tight We got trees and rivers too and lakes I heard we have a few you can't help but be taken by the sight Of the northern lights on a summer sky, that's right Minnesota's pretty nice Set apart by love for art